Hello and welcome to the Nourish Gut Podcast. This space is for you if you suffer from digestive issues such as IBS, SIBO or even bowel disease. This is also the place for you if you're thinking about having a baby or if you have young children and would like to learn more about the infant microbiome. I am your host, Carly Raven. I'm a naturopath, clinical nutritionist, gut health expert and mother. My mission is to resolve complex gut health issues and reduce the prevalence of gut disorders by educating parents just about how vital gut health is in infants. So, if you're ready to get your shit together, please grab a cup of tea, sit back and enjoy, and let's improve our guts together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nourish Gut Podcast. Today I would like to talk to you guys all about what is a good poo. And this is something that some people understand, but I also come across a lot of people who don't actually understand what is a good poo and what should their daily poo be like. Now, hopefully you're not one of those people that kind of feels weird about talking about poo because I'm on a little bit of a mission to, you know, make the taboo topic of talking about poo you know, like a normal thing. I, I, I'm really passionate about talking to kids about poo and getting them to know what is a good poo. And, you know, whenever I speak to my clients, my new clients that are coming to see me, some people can feel really uncomfortable about talking about poo. Um, so hopefully through this podcast and through this episode, we can kind of break that down a little bit and actually start to be inspired to know what a good poo is and to talk about poo because it is such an important thing. And it's actually almost like a little bit of a daily report card that reflects our state of health. So we should be doing a daily bowel motion, right? So we want to be passing a poo every single day. And uh, a lot of people kind of don't fully understand what that should feel like, what it should look like, what type of stool they should be passing. And so many people just kind of go about their day and do their daily stool And just flush it, don't look at it, don't kind of take any notice of what's happening. They're not sitting there listening to their body. Sometimes they don't even notice if they've got pain. I would say nearly every patient that I see is kind of like, oh, I'm not quite sure. I've got this, but I couldn't tell you what it's like every single day. I don't track it. I don't know 100% of the information that you're asking me. So I think this is a really important topic and, and thing that we should be talking about and taking more notice about because that means that we don't actually fully know how we're feeling. And so many people just go about their day doing their poo and actually not knowing if it's a good poo or a bad poo. And then that becomes normalized. And then what happens is they just think, oh, well, that's what, that's my poo. Um, and that's how I poo. And that's what it looks like. And I don't know if that's right, but I'll just keep going about my day and doing more poos and, you know, all of those things. So, what is a good poo and how often should you be going and what should it feel like? That is what we're going to discuss today. So as I mentioned just before, we want to be doing a poo every single day. Some patients that I work with tend to have a tendency to have a slower bowel and that can be normal for them. But generally speaking, When I'm working with my patients, we want to kind of get them to a place where they're passing a daily bowel motion. And this might be once, this could be twice a day. 
But if you refer to the Bristol stool chart, you can easily Google this or jump onto my social media, Carly Raven Naturopath, and I have a Bristol stool chart on there that you could use. You want to look at kind of being around that type three, type four stool daily where it's not loose, it's not hard. It's almost like a bit of a sausage. Sometimes it can be like a really smooth sausage. Other times it may be a little bit kind of lumpier. Both of those would be classified as what is, you know, termed a normal daily stool. So that is the gold standard. That's what we should all be aiming to have. But that's not realistic. And I would say there's a very small proportion of people walking around doing daily poos um, that are like that. So what means what can happen is patients are passing, you know, more constipated type stools, which would mean they're quite pebbly or they're like um, in pieces rather than being a long stool. Um, and that can be quite painful to pass and it can be very incomplete. So maybe there's that urge to go to the bathroom, but then they go and they can't get it out. Or maybe they're just passing really small stools, but it's feeling, you know, incomplete and like they need to keep going back and back and back. So that's a typical kind of constipated stool. Or you might be skipping days. You know, you could be going every second day, every third day, fourth day. And I've had definitely patients that only go maybe once a week chronic cases sometimes even once a fortnight um, and that is absolutely not okay and you definitely need to seek out some naturopathic gut health care if you're listening today and that is you on the other end of the spectrum you've got stools that start to become loose so we have diarrhea um, and looser stools and and they again vary like constipation you can kind of have that more kind of soft stool and sticky stool and then it can kind of be a little bit porridge like or really watery and really runny and explosive and all of those aren't quite normal they're all indications that maybe you're not digesting fat properly um, potentially there's a lot of inflammation or infections going on or too much fiber not enough fiber stress and anxiety can be causing things like that. So I think it's important to take note and to start journaling. I think if you're new to this and you have like you're listening right now and you're like, oh my goodness, I have no idea about what a good poo was. And I don't think my poo sounds like it's a type three or four. Just start tracking. Everyone I work with, I get them to track their stools. So just write down um you know, how many stools a day you're passing, what type it is, and like how start to take notice of how you feel. Like, you know, what leads you to passing that stool? Um, you know, are you getting pain? Is there sensations? Is that urge there? How do you feel when you sit down when you're passing that stool? Um, is there more cramping? Is it urgent? Is it really hard to pass? Write all of these things down and track them over the space of a week or two, and you will start to see these really clear and consistent patterns that are happening. And that's really what you can then take to your health professional and say, hey, this is what's happening and I don't think this is normal. Could you please help me? So that information is really, really important. And then it's also really great to continue doing that once you start making changes to actually monitor and uh, make sure that the changes that you are making are actually specifically helping your stool as well. So they're key things to start doing as well. So it's not just about the shape of the stool when it comes to what is a good poo. 
We also want to make sure that when you look at the stool, that it's a nice brown color, that it's not really pale and light or that there's no blood in there, that there's no really big chunks of undigested food. So corn um, or sesame seeds are common ones that you might see. They um, are quite resistant to digestion and end up uh, in the stool and that's normal. However, if you're seeing bits of carrot or quinoa or nuts and seeds, that is actually a sign that you need work and help in your digestive system because you're not breaking them down properly. You're therefore not absorbing nutrients from those foods and you have digestive issues um, and they will be causing things like constipation, diarrhea, or even things like bloating and smelly wind. So definitely get that sorted if you're noticing some undigested food in your stool as well. And obviously we don't want any mucus as well because that's a key sign of inflammation in the bowel. So monitoring all of these things as well. And I think it's important to, you know, to take note when you're wiping after passing a stool. Is is it a clean wipe? Um, or are you having to use lots and lots of toilet paper when wiping and it's quite sticky and messy because these are other indications that other parts of your digestive system aren't working as optimally as they could be and resulting in unwanted kind of stools. And I would guarantee that if it's sticky and, and softer, it's going to have that strong odor. You can also get a really fermented stool smell when you're constipated because obviously it's sitting in that colon for an extended period of time and there's excess fermentation that starts to happen in the large bowel. So you can definitely get smelly stools on either end of that spectrum, whether it's constipation or um, diarrhea, but they will be different. Um, they'll have very different smells. And, you know, if the digestive system has infections and things like that, you know, things will be different Um from person to person. So it's not just about, you know, the shape. It's also about what's in the stool. How does it feel? And I also wanted to talk to you today about the positioning when we're going to the toilet, right? We, we kind of always expect um, that uh, we have to wait for an urge to pass a bowel motion every day. Most people that I speak to say, oh, I didn't really like, I didn't get the urge. So I haven't been, I haven't gone yet today, but you can actually train your body to go. And what most people are not doing is consciously going and sitting on the toilet and allowing their bowel to move, even though they may not have had a prior feeling or sensation that they needed to go. Just because you haven't got that urge or that urgency there doesn't necessarily mean that you don't need to go to the bathroom. So a really, really great thing that you could start to do is to actually sit on the bathroom every morning, on the toilet in the bathroom, sorry, every morning and just be really conscious. Like what is your posture like when you're sitting as well? Like, do you need to, especially if you're constipated, you need to get a stool and bring those knees up a little bit. Um, are you hunching over? Is your spine really hunched over? Um, are you on your phone and actually not being mindful? Um, what are you doing when you're sitting on the toilet? And are you connecting in and being aware? So these are really simple things that you can start to do from today to start to kind of take note of whether you have a healthy digestive system or not. So let's do a recap before I finish up today. We've talked about what is a healthy poo. 
So making sure that you're not constipated or diarrhea and that you don't have other signs of a not so good poo like mucus and diarrhea and undigested food. We've also talked about how, you know, not waiting for that urge and actually starting to do a bit of bowel training can be really beneficial for your digestive system and especially important for people who might be constipated. It's something I would highly recommend. So if you think that your digestive system isn't the greatest, even if you have like the smallest of bloating or some tummy pains now and then, I would highly recommend after listening to this podcast that you download a version of the Bristol Stool Chart and get out your journal or a daily tracker. Um, If you're in my program, you have access to these resources, so please go and download them and um, start using them and use them day to day to get a really good understanding of what's happening in your digestive system. Because when we know better, we can do better. I'm going to leave it there and I really hope that now you have a really good understanding of what a good poo is so that you can differentiate as to whether you need help when it comes to getting a nourished gut. I'll speak to you very soon. Take care. Did you like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about my Nourish Gut program or the Nourish Gut Kids membership, head over to my website. Would you like to be a part of a community that gets it? Join our Facebook group, Nourish Gut Community, or come and follow me over on Instagram. All of these links can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on the Nourish Gut Podcast.